back everyone. This is Monica, the coordinator from the Guardian Scholars Program. I'm really happy to be back with you after a few weeks. Um, today is October 9th. It's a Friday and we're coming to you from all sorts of different areas. We're still um, programming remotely and we are still recording remotely and can't wait to be back on campus. But for now, this is where we are. Um, I just want to say hi to you and hope that everybody's doing well. And today we're going to talk about something uh, that we wouldn't normally think of as a podcast topic, but it's something we're all experiencing and we're assuming you are too. And it is called mid-semester burnout. And it's been a topic amongst ourselves behind the scenes for a couple of weeks now. We just thought we'd bring it to the forefront of our unguarded talk. So here we are and I'll let my co-hosts introduce themselves to you and say hello and we'll get started. Hey everybody, it's me, Jojo. I swear I wave every time like you guys can see me. <laughs> <laughs> I do it every time. But hey everybody, how you guys doing? Thanks for coming back and listening to us talk. Hopefully what we say today and share today, um, you guys can relate to and give us some feedback. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Absolutely. Welcome, Jojo. Thanks for being here with us today. And who else do we have? Hey everybody, Ashley T here. Excited to be on the show again. It's one of my few. Uh, thanks for coming back and listening and I'm looking forward to talking in this podcast. Welcome Ooh. Ashley. Ashley T, that's cute. I like it. <laughs> I'll only call you Ashley T now. So Sounds good. <laughs> um, before we get started, I'm going to give you just a couple of program updates because this might, you know, weave into our conversation anyway, but we are beginning to include um, other campus programming activities in our calendar, as well as opportunities for our students to participate and to um, earn some grant monies through participation and reciprocating to our program. So make sure that you're checking our Instagram, we're at CSUV Guardians. Make sure that you're checking our link tree that is in your email. We're emailing you consistently. We also started something new on Instagram called our Minute Motivations on Fridays. And we are producing, um, well, we're producing and Ashley is artistically compiling, um, <laughs> editing all of our little videos. We do a one minute video about something that motivates us or um, some way that maybe we process or cope with some things that are going on. So look for us every Friday, usually late morning, they're posted. And um, make sure that you're checking all of your email updates logging into our Instagram, checking that for updates as well, because we have a lot of new things going on. So I just wanted to say that before we start in. So with that being said, ladies, it is mid-semester. We are facing something called burnout, which is not necessarily a negative thing. It's a very real thing. And we've had talks about it over the last couple of weeks. So um, who'd like to go first? Maybe talk about what's going on and let's just chop it up and listen to one another and see if maybe our audience can relate a little bit. What's going on? Life. <laughs> life. Life. Like, life. And I'll start off. Um, school, work, working from home, balancing being a new mom, moving, like it just seemed like everything is happening at the wrong time. Right. I don't know how to manage my time the best way I, I need to. 
making time to study, not neglecting my daughter, being able to play with her and do the things that, you know, watch her grow, then be productive because I have boxes everywhere in my house. Like, it just feel like it's too much. And I find myself waking up early in the morning and knowing that I need to be productive, but I'm tired, so I just want to lay down. Um, I'm burnt out. Yeah. I think you said something key is that everything is happening at the wrong time. And I heard someone talk about that yesterday, and it sounded really basic, but it was really honest. And she said, none of us expected to be in this place. And I think we're still dealing with the shock of that and figuring out how to deal with all the situations. It's like the perfect storm that happened. It was like COVID-19, pandemic, Black Lives Matter movement, um, all of the social injustices that have come to the forefront of you know, our thoughts, the media, the news, and that needs to happen and it needed to happen. Unfortunately, it happened in a way where many people have been hurt, but there's this new kind of raised consciousness and fear about one another and fear of diversity and fear of coping with all these things and not to mention our personal lives. Like you said, Jojo, you know, that mom guilt you feel about having to continue to produce in other areas of your life other than just being a mom, right? Not just, because that's like everything when you're a mom. Exactly. Uh, right? But yeah, I get it. I totally can relate to that. I just feel like it's so much negative going on in the world, or at least it's not being shared any positive, not that I'm seeing. And it's making me, the ways that I use to communicate with my friends, with you guys, with my every, my family is social media, but I don't want to be on social media because if it's not the election, it's another Black Lives Matter movement going on that's hurting my people. And it's just mm -hmm. so much going on. It's just like, where is the positive vibes? I need them. I feel exactly. It's all that people are talking about right now. And it's like, I can totally relate to you. Like you say you don't want to neglect your daughter. And I feel like I've been neglecting my friends, not on purpose, but just because I'm so busy with school and I'm so busy with work and I just get lost. Every time I go out to the store, I'm like, wait, what day is it? Like, what is today? <sighs> I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, which classes do I have today? This semester, I don't even have my own schedule memorized. So it's like, it's just insane. I can totally relate to that, Jojo. And it's so crazy because people say, okay, because of the pandemic, you know, we're at home, so we're able to do more, you know, more things. It supposedly. Yeah. That's not true. Mm -mm, That's not, not true. It's, it's more of a distraction because when I'm at home, I'm thinking, okay, no work, no school. This is my, you know, this is my safe place. This is my peace. But now my peace is turned into work. Work is sometimes hectic. And work, I mean, as far as my daughter, school, and actual work. So it's like all of these jobs is now taking place in my home. So everything's melting together. Place. I don't have that special place. And it's like, I'm on the go, on the go, on the go, on the go. When do I have a break? I burn myself out. I have no 
no time. It's like not enough time in a day. Exactly. It's like everything's melting together right now, and there are no boundaries between anything. Exactly. No barriers. No. No nothing. So it's like, how do we come out and enjoy the little life that we do have when all of these sisters <laughs> is like right. all together? I feel like in addition to that, I want to go back for one second and talk a little bit about social media. First of all, because in my class, it's one of the topics for our research project. So I'm kind of understanding it from a different perspective now. But personally, I feel maybe this is just who I follow, but I feel like there's this giant, like universal call to be better, do more, be more civic minded, be more socially minded, be more like conscientious of what's going on politically, governmentally. And I understand that we do need to be, we have needed to be, not just mm -hmm. now, but for years already, you know, where some of us have been, myself included, maybe not as informed or active in ways that I should have been being. But I also feel like there's also this tremendous pressure on top of dealing with being isolated, working remotely, being away from my friends and family who I love, I can't see on a regular basis, um, having to be super careful because my husband's work depends on him staying COVID free, basically. My son's work, he gets tested three times a week for COVID because of his work, because he works for a movie company on a, on a film studio. Um, and so I feel like there's all of these things on and that's on top of it. So for me, I have to be very careful, even though I'm well aware of my, like, my responsibilities as, as a citizen of this country and, and needing to be activist and, and an activist in my own way. I also feel like, okay, there comes a point where you just have to disconnect and be for a minute and cope. And just cope because it's it feels like it's too much. You know what I mean? It feels like it's not enough and it feels like it's too much all at the same time. That's kind of how I'm feeling right now. I like the way you said that. Thank you. Thank you. Like that. like that. That's exactly <laughs> how I feel. Yeah, I feel like, for example, teaching, I always feel like I'm not doing enough. And then I always feel like I'm doing too much with Guardian it's not enough. Okay. It's so much, you know, and I think that's how I feel with my friends and family too. Like I want to do so much. I'm not doing enough. Like it's just this weird limbo that I think we're all in right now. And I'm glad we're opening up this conversation because I don't think we're the only ones feeling this way. I think we're all in the middle of lots of decision-making, lots of coping, um, lots of not knowing what to do at this point. And mm -hmm. I think it's important just to put that out there for a minute and be honest about it. So, you know, something I've been thinking about and what I know a lot of people might be thinking it too. I have noticed a lot of things have been opening up like more and more, but the things that need to be open, like school. School needs to be open. Yeah. And it just, mm -hmm. it's crazy to me because, for example, I want to go to Disneyland, well, Disney World in Florida, right? It's mm -hmm. open, but it's not safe for me and nor is it safe for my daughter. So we're not going to go, but I want to really, really bad. I do. Yeah. But we're not going. 
But it's just it's just crazy and it's blowing my mind how that place is open, but the people who actually want to go sit inside of a classroom, we can't go sit inside that classroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to go sit inside my classroom. Yeah. But I can't, but I can go to Disney World if I wanted to. I can get a cheap plane ticket if I wanted to. And I know other people out there are thinking it. Yeah. yeah. I just want to share that. Like, y'all not the only ones out there thinking it. And I know, like, it's, we need a break. We need to get out the house. I get it. But I just needed to share that with everybody because that just blows my mind. Yeah. I think as much as I follow the news, and I'm, I'm an employee of the CSU system. I think we're all um, really wondering, like, what are the guidelines? What are the needs? What's safest? What's happening nationally? What's happening statewide? What's happening in the CSU system? You know, we're still really trying to understand what is safest. And and for me, as much as I want to be back, I just. <clears throat> I also want to be really mindful of the fact that, you know, we're following great leadership, Dr. Zalesny, and I feel like she and the CSU system has had our best interests at heart. And so, you know, I'm trying not to look too far ahead and just take it like one day at a time, one semester at a time. Like, what are we going to do today? What are we going to do this semester, this month, you know? So I'm trying not to look too far ahead, but it's tough. Exactly. And I think you also have to think about like our our president of CCB, like the way she cares about us. Big corporations who are opening the malls and the stores, they don't really care about you. They just want your money. No, but exactly. I, yeah. And, and I, I think am, it is so crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's so crazy to think about that. Like when people it is it is a little bit, you know, we feel it's unfair, but looking at the bigger picture, like you said, Monica, it is the best. Right. I'm trying to have faith in our our leadership right now, and and it's very confusing as well, um, depending on what level of that you're talking about. But I'm just I'm really just trying to do what we're told to do and be mindful of it and keep everybody safe. Again, I have super close family members whose work depends on them not testing positive for COVID. So mm-hmm. for me, it's very important that I socially distance and isolate myself and, and not expose myself as much as possible because I will have two family members who will lose their work over this immediately. And other people who depend on them for their work will lose their work as well because their teams shut down. So it is that serious. And I think some people don't still grasp that concept, but for me, that's my truth. And, and I'm not saying that's truth for everybody but for me it is so you know it's one day at a time right now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I like I get it I'm not I'm not saying I wasn't you know going at our school in particular I'm just saying in general yeah I I want those same I'm like I want those same guidelines you know maybe I don't know maybe in the future hopefully there listening and they're like okay yeah we can do this but like take turns coming in the schools like not every student come to campus at the same time so there's still social distancing we have like maybe you know a little meeting here and there or I don't know how to break it down but eventually we can get get there but I want everybody every school our school 
when especially by the time my baby is time to go to school hopefully we got it together back by then I think well I think there's a plan too and I, I read it in President Zelesny's email and I think that that notification went out to everybody campus wise that we will start coming back in stages and right. it be just a full opening it will be some people and other people like it'll be layered and I think that's really smart to like gauge, you know, COVID yes. and how careful people are being and how responsible we're being with and around one another. And mm -hmm. it's funny because while well, I've been faculty and staff for 20 years now, and you all have seen my office, it's like a closet, like it's a tiny little dark closet. There's no ventilation. <laughs> and even way before this happened, I would have students come into my office sick, like super sick and come and stand in my area with no ventilation and be like, Hey, Monica, oh my God, I'm feeling so bad. And I'd be like, why are you here? Like go to the health center. Take care of yourself. Stay Get out of here. Why do you expose everybody to you being sick? Because that's why we have a couple of days a semester to be absent, or that's why we have sick time, you know, or whatever. I'm like, go home and get well. And so I hope the consciousness about that responsibility of taking care of people around you is raised at this point. Because I know we were all like, you know, we deal with the flu every year. Well, you know, if I have flu symptoms, I'll keep going to school. Well, you can't, you know, you, you need to stay home. It's not safe. So I, I hope that that's one of the positive things that's, that comes out of this. Um, Cause I know I had a lot of concerns about that at work as well, because even if students aren't all exposed to one another, we are exposed to all of the students by them coming in and out. So there's a lot of things that we're going to be changing, I'm sure. And, and I think that that has a lot to do with like, our burnout and our stress right now, you know, is the unknown. Mm -hmm. How are we going to deal with it? What are we going to do? When are we going to go back? And if so, what's that going to be like? And it's a lot. It's overwhelming. Preparing for the unknown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Ah. So now that oh. we've kind of like opened up that dialogue, what I'd like to transition to is what are we doing individually? to deal with this burnout, to avoid becoming totally overwhelmed. Because when we become overwhelmed, some of us get paralyzed and we just stop. We, there's no movement when we get overly overwhelmed, overly stressed. So tell me what you guys are doing and I'll share with you what my mentality is right now about all of this and let's um, bring some solutions to this or some suggestions, if not solutions. My burnout is with school, so when I, everything gets really hard, I shut down and I stop studying and, you know, I just want to give up. Nice. Um, so what I have decided to do is I hired a tutor, you know, I talked to my friend, she's been tutoring me. I'm forcing myself to go to tutoring and it kind of keeps me in check. So if I slack on studying, whenever I get to that session, it's like, oh, you need to work on this. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm forcing myself to do things that I know are good for me, even if I don't want to do them. Like getting up and, you know, taking a shower, getting ready really helps. You don't, you don't think it would help, but it really does. You know, you're feeling clean and all that. So I just force myself to do the things that I know are good for me, even if I don't want to do them. Yeah, that's, that's well, a great suggestion. Mm -hmm. 
I'm liking. For me, my burnout was is with school as well. And I figured the best way with it is just being honest with myself and letting myself know that I'm struggling. I'm facing a hard time and I'm not in an in denial stage. And I'm letting my friends and my family know that I'm not okay. I'm not feeling like I'm okay. I'm not feeling like myself. This is not my best semester. I'm not putting my best foot forward. And I don't have that same motivation that I had last semester. I'm in a different time right now, uh, mentally, emotionally, physically. And my whole life has changed from last semester to this semester. So many different things have happened, good things, bad things, mm -hmm. and things in the middle. You name it, I have had. Um, so just being open and being honest and having that open conversation, even when we just have our group in our staff meetings and we just catch up really quick before we get down to business, I have always been open with you guys, whether it was a little tear here and there, whether I was laughing <laughs> or whatever the case is, I have always been open and that honestly helped um, just for the simple fact that I'm not holding it in. Right. You do more damage to yourself and to your mental with holding your feelings inside or what you're going through inside. So just communicate if you guys are feeling some type of way about anything or struggling or whatever the case may be. It's somebody out there that's going through something that may be similar or might be the exact same. So that would be my advice is just to get it out. And mm -hmm. if you don't want to say it to someone else, write it down. Oh. Right. That way it's still out. It's still somewhere in the atmosphere so speak up That's and me. I admire you so much for saying that Jojo because like myself at these times when I shut down I'm the type of person that shuts down I always forget to communicate and I sometimes lash out or I take it out different ways and I think communication is so important so thank you for reminding me of that of course I'm like we started off we're our support system so I feel like if we have the strong foundation, then we can be that support system to our scholars, to our audience, to our families. Like, yes. we have to start somewhere, somewhere. We got to start somewhere. Why not start with us? Right. And I'm going to piggyback off that because I think the place to start is with yourself first. I think that's one of the most important things. If you don't put on your oxygen mask, you can't help <laughs> else on the flight when it's crashing <laughs> you have to be able to breathe yourself first no you're a mom a wife a girlfriend an employee whatever a mentor you have to take care of yourself first and that looks different for everybody and that's one of the things we talked about in our minute motivation that I'm going to post right after this on Friday um, is how do we show ourselves self-love how do we take care of ourselves how do we nurture ourselves what do we do to find joy because I have to make this point, joy doesn't find us. We have to seek joy. And joy mm -hmm. the wonderful things, the magic of your baby's smile, the magic of, I mean, I'm gonna get all poetic, but of a kiss of being in love, 
of you know accomplishing something great it can also just be in a good cup of tea a moment sitting down a great workout whatever like you've got to find that joy because otherwise it'll fly right by you and you won't know oh shoot that was joy i just you know it just passed me by so take care of yourselves whatever that means i'm going to share something with you guys my mom is well into her 80s super wise lady been through many things in her life and one thing she always told me when i got overwhelmed or burned out was she said you only have to do this one day at a time i know we're being faced with an uncertain future in so many ways but she said we only have to take it one day at a time you don't have to think about tomorrow just today like today's enough and when i get overwhelmed and i start feeling burned out i remind myself monica you only have to do this one day at a time. You don't know what's gonna happen in six months. You don't know what's gonna happen when you go back. As, as bad as it could go, it could go really great too. That's, you know, the great outcome is an option as well. It doesn't always have to be the negative outcome because I'm worried about that. So that's what I keep in mind. I also have become really strict about my personal, my self-care regimen. I'm working out five, six days a week right now. I put on some weight during COVID. It wasn't the weight that bothered me. It was how I felt like my lack of movement that I wasn't providing the highest levels of nutrition for myself that I could, that I wasn't taking that time. So I about three weeks ago, put my workouts back in place. I joined a Facebook workout group, which is something I never thought I would do. It's a private group, but I found so much great motivation there. That's kind of kept me um, accountable every day to work out. And so that has been very important to me, movement, providing nutrition for myself, providing moments of quiet for myself. That's how I get through burnout and I re-energize myself every single day. But I remember I don't have to do it all today and it's okay to mess up. It really is okay to <laughs> have a great semester, Jojo. <laughs> it's okay. It happens. It's okay not to want to get out of bed for a day, but as long as we know what that limit is for ourselves to the point where we're going to compromise our lives, our academic progress, our future, how we feel about ourselves. When we start getting to that point, it's time to move and not be paralyzed. So anyway, that's what I do. That's my advice to our audience, to myself. Um, and I want to move on to like the fun stuff, tip, pick, or trick of the week. Like what do we have going on out there? What are we totally into? What are we loving? Or what are we doing? And um, have a good one. <laughs> you guys are going to laugh at, but I'll share it. But you guys go first. All right, I'll go. Um, my pick is I'm picking everyone that's me that's you monica that's ashley t that's our <laughs> audience our scholars i'm picking everyone with all the negative and everything going on in the world we all have some form of social media and if you don't make it into a letter but post something positive it can be yes. what you like. It could be a hobby. It can be your significant <laughs> other, your child, whatever. Do that thing first thing in the morning. And if you guys choose and you guys listening, share with us. Send it to us. Uh, 
through myself. You can send it to my email scholars. Um, let us know. Share that stuff with us. Post it. Tag us. Let us see some positive that's going on. Like, I know we have so much negative happening right now. I'm picking everybody, including myself, to post something, one thing at least a day. You can keep it going throughout the rest of the year or however long you want to, but post one thing positive a day at least. It can be a quote. It can be your favorite um, entrepreneur. You can be that entrepreneur. Start something positive. Just show it. Show the world that it's not just negative things happening right now. Thank you, Jennifer. And that's my pick. That's almost a <laughs> drop. That's seriously like, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That was awesome. Thank you, Jojo. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take you up on that challenge. As soon as we get off here, I'm going to post something on my private account and it's going to be positive and I'll, even if it's a throwback picture, whatever. It's whatever. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> took us to church. Ashley, what's your tip, trick, or pick of the week? So my tip is we're always at home right now and we're always in our rooms. Uh, I think it's a great time to be festive. I decorated like one wall in my room, like full of Halloween and Thanksgiving stuff. And now I like being in my room. <laughs> so if you want to change it up a little, I shop at Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree has so much stuff for so little money. I cannot stress this enough. I got so much stuff and I just like decked out my whole wall. So it's not, ex it's not as expensive as you think because I got like 10 decorations and my wall is full. So that's my tip of the week. Decorate for Halloween, decorate for fall time, decorate for Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and just make your space your happy place. If, since we can't go anywhere right now, make your space right here your happy place. That's yeah, I love that. I love that. Just to add one more thing to go with Ashley's. Okay, so I know a lot of us, we see like you can go to the beach, but we may not want to or because it's not safe. If you want to go to the beach, like she said, Dollar Tree has a lot of stuff. Make that part of your home the beach. Turn mm -hmm. your living room into like put a beach chair in there or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like have fun. Show us. I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do that for Dia de los Muertos, and I had thought about because I don't have a whole lot of decorations. Like, what do I want to do? I'm gonna pick a theme, and I'm gonna go with it. But that that's a great idea to make a little space your own. Yeah. And last time I went to Michaels, they were having fifty percent off on Halloween and Dia de los Muertos stuff. So. There's another tip. <laughs> you can check if that cell's still going on. Okay, well, mine's not as exciting or motivating as your guys, but I don't even want to talk. No, I'm just kidding. I'll share. <laughs> it kind of goes along with we're home a lot. And I, I did mention that one of the things that I really have emphasized in my personal time was my, you know, taking care of myself and providing myself with higher levels of nutrition. Okay, it's kind of boring old people stuff, but you know, there are alternative milks to dairy, right? And you know, there's mm -hmm. almond, there's oat. Well, one of the things I recognized when I was looking at the ingredients in my oat milk and I buy a really good one is it's, it's like 50% fat and it has still additives and still preservatives. And I'm just not into all that right now. And so I made my own oat milk this week and it was so good, so easy. It was like 50 cents to make and I got to flavor it how I wanted it. 
it's fantastic. So rather than go through how I did it, I'm just going to say there's so many ways that we can take control of what we're putting into our bodies and make it healthier and feel better and maybe start a little hobby like you guys are saying. And for me, I had an afternoon. I'm like, what do I want to do? Well, I just want to try this. I want to see if I can do it. And I'll never for real, unless it's emergency status, buy oat milk or almond milk from the store again. It's so easy to make and so much better for you. I will link the YouTube video I watched to our podcast. So if anybody wants to know how, I know that, <laughs> hey, you know what? I learned it and I'll never go back again. So no, that's really cool. I've been hearing a lot of good things about oat milk and the yeah. fact that you said it's really easy to make and cheap. It's making me very curious. It's so easy. I'm going to send you the link. Yes, All please. Right. I, <laughs> I researched the best YouTube videos. This is like three ingredients. You don't need any fancy thing, just maybe a blender and like an old t-shirt. I know that sounds weird, but I'll, I'll <laughs> go to the video to understand why, but it's super cool. So that's my tip of the week. And I mean, if you're bored or you're feeling not productive, make some milk, man. Like, some <laughs> got milk. <laughs> make some milk. So, anyway, um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Ashley and JoJo, for participating in mm-hmm. our program today and being willing to be open and honest and transparent and for allowing us to, you know, listen to you and, and for giving your audience and your family excuse me, your fellow students, some suggestions. I really appreciate that. It's not easy audience. If you're listening to come into a podcast and speak openly about what's going on, we always feel like it's a little bit of a risk. It's a little weird, but we hope that it helps you. And we know, we know that we're not the only ones going through it out there. I do want to leave this conversation with this, that if you need somebody, you can always reach out to one of the guardian scholars members. Um, part of our team. We're always here for you. If you don't want to share with us and you're going through a really difficult time, the CSUB Counseling Center is open right now. You can call and try to um, make an appointment for a Zoom session. There's also Kern County Mental Health that offers additional counseling services and psychiatric services or reach out to a family or friend. You know, somebody that you think will listen won't judge you for how you're feeling and maybe can push you along to getting help from somebody more regularly because we all need it right now and just be really kind to yourself take care of yourselves love yourselves and um make sure you're following our instagram make sure you're accessing our resources because we're really trying to make sure that nobody feels isolated and alone out there and i think that's it you guys right i think yep. that's it well said. well said all right you guys we'll see you soon our next podcast we're recording with dr cantrell we're coming back to um, discuss some things with him, changes, motivation. He always takes us to church. He's amazing. So make sure you listen up for that. We're recording next week. And thank you everybody for listening. And um, we're going to have a word that you're looking for. And if you're looking for that word in this podcast, that word is Ashley. Burnout. The word (laughs) is burnout. (laughs) The word is burnout. So Put that I said in. it like a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are a guardian scholar, you know what that means. You're looking for a specific word and it's burnout. So bye everybody. Thanks for joining us. See you later. Bye you guys. Bye. Bye.